Thank you for listening to Namat's Movie Reviews Podcast, available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. Also, please follow Matt's Movie Reviews on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Reddit, Instagram, and MeWe. And of course, be sure to visit mattsmoviereviews.net for the latest reviews, top 10 lists, and more. Now, on to the show. We're reunited. This is good. We are going to get drunk, and then you are going to forget about your ex-wife. It's game time, motherfucker. What's Gatlop? This sounds like a Star Trek creature. I found this today. It is our destiny. There's shot glasses. <laughs> Here's to those who wish us well. <laughs> and all, all the rest can, can go, go to hell. hell. Oh, let's go. No one wants to say anything Stay about focused. that? What does it say? <laughs> Lying is forbidden, so drink a full beer and... I'm not reading that. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, okay, there's uh, there's a warning. One of the players must win before sunrise or all be forced to play for eternity. That's what it literally says on the box? I audition for these elaborate boring TV shows. How can a show explain that? Holograms. Holograms? Mm-hmm. Holograms? Sorry, you were right. This is the game. I'm sorry. This doesn't happen. Ah! Maybe it's the pizza. No, it's definitely not the pizza. Do me a favor. Roll a six. Hello and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 441. Releasing June 23 in the US on demand and digital is Catlop, a horror comedy that focuses on a group of estranged friends who, after a decade apart, reunite for a game night where the drinks are strong. The stakes are high, and the game itself is out of this world. A fun and innovative film that is as entertaining as it is emotional, Gatlop stars and is written by Jim Mahoney, who I'm glad to say joins me now on the podcast. Jim, I thank you so much for your time today. Of course. I'm going to turn my volume a little bit. I'm a little faint. Enjoy my training. But yeah, uh, no, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's really it's just so interesting watching um, Gatlop, and and this is the first time I, I think that I can remember, at least in recent memory, that I can ask a first of you. And I really wanted to talk about the film's opening credits. I absolutely love the opening credits in Gatlop. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, yourself, you're the film, you're a creative force behind it, you're the writer, you're the star, you're a producer as well. How much do you get to say about the opening credits of a film, especially this film? Um, because the way that it was just put together, I thought it was just uh, terrific. It really was. Because you don't see a great opening credit anymore, and I think it's uh, really terrific what you guys did here. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, first of all, congrats on so many podcast episodes. That's fantastic, man. Um, good for you. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. But I think for the opening credits, a lot of, well, credit has to be given to Alberto. That was very much his sort of vision of that fun CGI um, uh, large world within a small scope kind of introduction to a movie. And when I first pitched this idea to him, we both, you know, 
wax nostalgic on all the Anglin movies and the movies from the 80s and 90s that really, you know, inspired us to do what we do. And he very much wanted to keep a hold on or at least always have a pulse on what is nostalgic and fun and, you know, still plays adventurous and has a lot of um, supernatural qualities. But it comes from that sentiment, right, the 80s and 90s. And that's where, like, the Polaroids come in, the flashbacks, a lot of the music, a lot of the color scheme, a lot of the composition of the film, uh, to, uh, again, to Alberto's credit. But when he first pitched me this idea for what was the opening credit, I'm like, oh, hell yes. And I got to look at some drafts of it and weigh in here and there. I did have some influence on it, but I have to give so much credit to Alberto for really pushing for a fun way into the story. Um, that and the music too with Kenny Wood, he made an amazing score uh, to kind of like take us into what is this world. It really is a great score, almost kind of Danny Elfmanish you know, in a certain playfulness of of the the score to it as well. I want to talk about the idea you had for this movie. Essentially, what we're dealing with here is a drinking game, but a drinking game from hell. Um, and it's really interesting how the name of the game in the movie Gatlop, one of your characters actually says it's Swedish for Gauntlet. I had to look it up, actually, it really is Swedish for Gauntlet. I was really surprised about that. Um, how did you come up with the idea uh, for this movie? Does it come down to a thing where maybe you were doing a drinking game yourself and you're like, you know what, I can make a movie out of this? That's 100% it, man. You're the first one to nail it. I, I was meeting with a bunch of friends. This, is, this happened to me, like, now it's been almost 12 years, I think. And four of us decided to, you know, have a night on the town, like a Friday or Saturday night out in Main Street, Santa Monica. Uh, and so beforehand, we met at a friend's place to have a beer and then go out. And he said, do you guys want to play a game? I found this weird game that we could all play together before we go out. And we were all like, heck yeah. Started playing the game and then we blinked and it had been four hours. And... Our friend's wife actually came storming in. She's like, you guys are supposed to meet. Like, the whole point was to get out. <laughs> it's like, leave me alone in the house. And I just, we were just having so much fun, messing with each other, cracking each other up, uh, that we spent the night in. And I had this thought. I was like, what if this game, like, what if it, like, tricked us? <laughs> like, we're having so much fun, we don't realize we're being, like, transported to a different world or suddenly, like, have to fight our way out of the circumstances. And... I absolutely thought, like, what if Jumanji was a drinking game? Because I loved, I loved the new Jumanji's, but I very much loved the first one with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because it, it brought me back to being a child, like, finding something like that and yeah. getting lost into a world and having to, like, fight my way out. Yeah. And, and then the name itself did absolutely come from, this, this was obviously a gauntlet that these characters had to run through, but it felt too on the nose. I wanted to figure something that was more interesting, maybe a little bit like head-turning, you know, when you hear that name, Gatlop, a drinking game for friends, it's kind of like, what the fuck does that name? <laughs> and I would hope it would draw attention, you know, from the din that is all the content out there. And uh, I stumbled across the word Gatlop, which is the Swedish word for gauntlet. And also Sweden has so many fun existing lore and mystery and mysticism behind it that I was like, this feels, this feels like a right match. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by 80s Tees. 80s Tees is an online retailer of licensed t-shirts and pop culture gear from your favorite movies, TV shows, cartoons, video games, comic books, and musicians. 
celebrate your inner 80s nerd and click on the link in the show notes below to get the raddest retro t-shirts delivered to your door. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates, produce interactive experiences in digital content, and film original video productions. No matter what you geek out about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. To get your very own exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door, be sure to click on the link in the show notes below. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by Tee Public. Tee Public is the world's largest marketplace for independent creators to sell their work on the highest quality merchandise. With over 1.2 million designs, Tee Public is sure to have something you will love. I'm fascinated with movies where the stories have to rely on certain rules. There might be a game, there might be, I don't know, mythology, um, all sorts of kind of ways you can go about it. When it came to developing the rules of the Gatlop game, how did you go about doing that? Was it a thing where you just kept a journal over the years and just kept on writing ideas in there? Um, how did you kind of come up with the rules and uh, kind of like, if there is, I don't know, any type of philosophy behind the game um, and, and kind of frame that thing and chip the way at that to create the kind of concise game that we see on screen? Right. I think, first off, uh, I knew this was going to be a contained story, so I knew that it was either going to be Alberto and I making this movie ourselves. Luckily, we found, you know, the studio to come on to, to do a very, very low-budget movie, But it, um, so I still had to come up with something contained. So the idea was, okay, what would keep them in the room? Where would they be? Um, like, is this sort of is this sort of a place where it is, it, it, it's mimicking reality, but they're sort of pulled from reality. So that's why you saw, like, that's why they can't leave, why they can't go anywhere. But I also wanted to keep it a mystery where it's not really clear where they are, you know? Um, so those were, like, started, started with that. Also, you can't, you read, every writer nowadays for any movie where you, you try to eliminate the use of cell phones, that's one thing. It's like, okay, well, they... They're in a place where that doesn't, but they can't call for help. Mm-hmm. Um, so little bits like that. And then I wanted to find something simple in that this is a game that has a lot of power, but ultimately they can make their way out of it. They have to, have to be able to beat it. Otherwise, I don't think it's fun for the, the audience, nor would it be fun for the game. I think the game wants it to be beatable, but it's not going to make it easy. And so I think the simplest way was, it's going to test them and ask them questions, and it knows the reality, so it will leave it to, it knows the truth, that is, so it will leave it to the characters to ultimately, can you get over whatever it is you're holding on to, to save yourself. Uh, so that, start with that, and then any other little pieces, like characters kind of popping in and out, other magic that I don't want to give away. Um, I'd like to have it be just high stakes enough to where the threat is very real, Death is very much around the corner, but not enough to where um, it's overt or too gory or whatever. It just kind of keeps it a mystery, almost like how Damon Lindelof does with magic in like the Lost series. Mm-hmm. The game itself. So, well, in this story, they've been playing the game all night. They have to complete the game by six a.m. in the morning. Of course, you know it's a ninety-minute movie. There's only so much of it you can show. Mm-hmm. 
the game, the physicality of the game itself right. that we see on the screen, how many of those cards actually have, are, are, you have a full deck of cards there that people pick up and read questions from? Does every card there have questions, or is it just the number of questions at the top that meet, uh, to match the, what's happening in the screenplay? I mean, can you actually take that Gatlock game and play it with, of course, not the supernatural connotations, but actually play through it with actual questions and such in there? So I think most of the ones that were created were just for the movie, so they were the questions that were created to help push the story um, and set the characters. There might have been, I think there was a handful that were kind of like extras that I had thrown in for fun, but unfortunately it isn't as it exists a full-fledged game. But I would hope it would be. The idea is that there's a question, a card with a question, and then following right afterwards would be a card with a uh, challenge. Or like for a punishment. Yeah. Um, would be the sorry a punishment or reward. That's it. The, the first it would be a question or challenge. The next card would be a punishment or reward. Hmm. It will be an uh, interesting game to play, but I think only. The type of game I think that will bring about a lot of a lot of stories after after a marathon sessions of it. That's for sure. And the the game also has kind of like these. I un- hope so. Yes, of of course. And it also has these unusual challenges as well in the game. Um, one of them. And, you know, I, I don't want to give anything too much away. It's very kind of an, an interesting kind of foray into some type of physical activity, uh, which I thought was really well done for the screen. Um, did you have, like, a list of different challenges that, like, a wish list of stuff that, like, if you could have all the money in the world to make this movie, was there a challenge that you would love to have seen put on screen uh, that would have come from the Gatlop game? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I had a whole bunch trying to think of some of the ones that I would have loved to have tested. Um, I think I I loved as a kid watching those, like, American Gladiator games, you know, growing up with, like, that, it's like a a live kind of competition between people Mm. um, on, like, prime time. And one thing was, like, you know, like a pugil stick battle (laughs) or something. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the ones that I had that I I tossed aside. it was, but it was like a laundry list of lots of fun. Like, what can I do? What can't I do? Yeah. What is doable with the budget and time frame and, and so on and so forth? But there was a, there was a ton. I, I apologize for not. I can't remember what they were. It was a while ago that I wrote it down. But it would have been fun. And that somebody asked recently if if there was a second Juma, a second uh, Galop, if I would be down. I was, I'm very down. And I think that would be, I would absolutely crack open that journal of games and find even more weirder ways to test the cast of characters. I'd have one where someone has to go in the ring with Mike Tyson. <laughs> that would be a cool one. Um, I just wanted to ask final question here. It's it's really interesting that the film talks about, which I think something a lot of people go through, through which is the estrangement between li- lifelong friends. I mean, there's many reasons why friends can be estranged from one another, work commitments, family. Um, a lot of it, you know, addressed in, in the movie. Um, you know, I'm going to actually go to a, a party next week of a friend of mine who I was friends with for such a long time. I haven't seen him in years, and now he's moving away. So it's like the first time I've seen him in years, and it's probably going to be the, the, the last time I'm going to see him forever, which is a kind of like interesting kind of emotional dynamic, I'm sure. When it comes to that kind of estrangement between those friends in, in your film, um, is this something that you think you're tapping into that a lot of people are going through? Is this something that you went through maybe yourself um, 
that maybe you had a group of friends that you hadn't seen in a while in the way that, you know, you're kind of talking about those emotions is through your screenplay. Because I think it's something that a lot of people can definitely uh, relate to. I mean, absolutely. Um, I have, so I grew up in Minnesota and I went to college in Colorado. I've been living in LA for quite some time now, but I've lived in different parts of LA. And LA is a city where if you live on one side of town versus the other, it's almost like you're living on the other side of the country. Because you never really, you don't really see each other as much. And I have these pockets of friends from different parts, different chapters of my life that um, whenever I do get with, together with them, it, it's a little bit, it's almost the same kind of arc that this movie experiences, where it starts off where like a little touch and go, and then you get into all the fun of what it, like you remember why you're friends, but then ultimately there's, everybody has something in that relationship that might, like there could be a question, if they might have gone wrong, or like there's something that you've always wanted to tell them or ask them. Um, I feel like we all, we all have those different, we all have a lot of those relationships. Um, I have plenty of them. And then I've had experiences where, you know, a group of friends get together, haven't seen each other in a long time, and then ultimately some not-so-fun stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it makes you question whether or not you want to stay friends with those people. Like, what is that? Can you get over either your issues or can they get over their issues to where you guys can stay as friends? But you still have a bond from that, you know, hopefully you can get over your shit like these guys do to maintain that relationship. So, um, but I, I feel like every time I talk to anybody about this kind of dynamic, everybody has a story oh, yeah. of their own. Like this. Just like you said, you know. Um, there might not be like some deep, dark secret you have between you and your friend, but there's probably things that are left unsaid, but also this question of like, I might never see this guy again. Is there something I want to talk about. Um, is it worth it? Will it spoil the night? Um, these are all fun questions to test. And so I, I hope that this movie does kind of like, you know, pluck that emotional or psychological cord like the one you're just talking about with a lot of people. I hope. So for everyone out there listening, Gatlock releases on demand and digital June 16. I recommend everyone check out this film. Call up your friends that you haven't seen in a while. Get together. Have a couple beers. Have some pizza. Watch Catlop. It's a great movie. Really entertaining. In a good way to kind of break the ice if you haven't seen anyone for a while and need something to talk about. And Jim Mahoney, I thank you so very much for your time today. Congratulations with the film. Best of luck with the release. And hopefully we could talk again in the future. It's been fun talking to you today. It's been a great time talking to you. I really appreciate everything and appreciate you taking the time.